<laughs> well, let's start the show. Let's see what's going on. <laughs> Don't feed Tony's laziness. <laughs> Dude, I see the sloth in uh, Zootopia, and I think, like, they're moving way too flash, fast. Flash, These guys are working way too hard. Yeah, they're working way too hard. I, I saw a thing on um, some months ago. I don't know if it was last year or a few years ago, but uh, somebody was like at a, at a DMV and they dressed up like a sloth. That was somebody <laughs> sitting in the DMV with his little fur hair. It was pretty good. And a green Just shirt. Yeah. Moving really slow. Yeah. What do you call a uh, three-humped three camel? camel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's give it a shot. something else but i was just like yeah drew a blank i think i think we're already worn out (laughs) we're already tough for 40 minutes but we're gonna do like a summary i guess of like what one what me and beth were talking about last week and also to do um i guess to get ideas because i've added more on the show Mm -hmm. and of course since beth loves to what do you call it like summarize the show uh, you've already told him all about the Seinfeld method and all that good stuff, right? No, actually, I haven't. <laughs> well, I was just figured I'd let him listen to the episode when it aired. <laughs> yeah, like like three weeks from now. Yeah. Well, so I ended up um like uh, I still kept going, so that's still good. But I found you two broken the chain. Yeah, I have not broken the chain. Good job. Mainly because I who sings that song? There's like that '70s Googler. What's that great song like? Breaking the chains is like a hair band from the '70s '80s. Breaking the chains. Yeah. Oh, um, Queen, it's not. It's Queen's right there. Right. It's right there. It's Dawkins. Is it Dawkins? Okay, Dockin. I, I, yeah, it's. I think it's Dawkins. Are they the one that did Balls to the Wall? No, that's Accept. Oh, I thought that was Dawkins. I was no. like, Have you heard that song? Thank you, everyone. Wall? We're poison. I thought we were quiet. Right? <laughs> Since you were rat. rat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, that's funny. Right. Well, it, see, the inner joke there is. <laughs> Those three bands treated members like oh, kids really? trading yeah. playing cards. You, no, I didn't you know would that, see yeah. them like shuffling around, you know. Hey, bands. hey, are you in our band this week or not? Like, no, I'm with Rat. Like, all right, I'll see you. Like, let's Claypool. Well, I mean, especially with Quiet Riot because Quiet Riot only existed really for a short while. Is that where uh, Randy Rhodes came from? That was where he got his big his Break? breakthrough. Yeah. He'd been in a lot, he'd been in like you know a, dozen a ton bands, of oh, okay uh, before then, but that was where he got his big breakthrough. That's where Ozzy poached them from, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like the dude was like what nineteen? He was like, but kid. you know what? The way Randy was, he probably would have outgrown quite right at some point. Oh, absolutely, oh, absolutely. yeah. And actually, Ozzy said this once that somebody asked him like, so if Randy had lived, would you guys still be making still be together? He's like. Uh, hard to say because Randy would actually talk about going back to school and getting a degree, you know, going to college. He had different plans, yeah. Yeah, I think because I think Randy actually dropped out of high school or never <laughs> yeah. finished it or something. Um, I don't don't hold me to that. I could be wrong. I don't know if he graduated, but yeah, it's like Randy was um, <clears throat> he was looking to pursue further education and yeah. go go do other things with his life. Yeah, what a what an idiot. <laughs> so, you know, he might have moved on. Randy might have moved on from musician to producer or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he could have still been in the music. Or he, maybe yeah. being in all those bands, he probably just need, you know, needed a break for a minute or something. Uh, what the hell were we talking about Randy Rose for? 
quite right. Oh, we, we you just... had asked about breaking the chains. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah docking. It got back to the... yeah, now, break... I can, now. I can think about just classic Good old rock. Don Dockin. <laughs> was that the guy's name? Don Dockin and the main the cool main name, guitarist man. was George Lynch. Uh, when yeah, they cool broke up, one of the several times that they broke up, George Lynch started his side project, Lynch Mob. Oh, there's there's a rap outfit called Lynch Mob too. A very chubby squirrel outside. Well, that's because rappers are, you know, I'm gonna get some hate mail for this, but. <laughs> Rappers tend to not be too creative. They tend to steal a lot of things from other Puff genres. Daddy. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, first off, Puff Daddy's trash. You know, but... uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he, he, I, I listened to that. and uh, I argue with people. He's never produced nothing. There, you guys were making some pretty good points. It's like, yeah, what, Puff Daddy original music. Find it. But, he, <laughs> like, but the thing is, like, yeah, I forgot that was the word. He still, like, defends it. You know what I mean? But he's like, whatever. There's a He's never death. produced nothing. He's never sat behind a... If you gave him the, your simplest little drum machine, he'll just sit there and be like, what's this do? Okay, first off, turn it on. <laughs> There's a... Remember the show Celebrity Deathmatch? Yeah. Oh, Nation? man. There's one that's Puff Daddy versus um, Trent Reznor. Yeah. And, uh, I feel like he, I remember that one. And he pulls out this box of records and he starts throwing them at, at Trent and... And they're like, once again, Puff Daddy's using other people's records to make his hits. <laughs> yeah, so like, I, I remember it's like, yeah, one of the biggest songs that had Puff Daddy, you know. Do not bring that. Biggest Puff Daddy song was, you know, I can't remember what it was. It was something around the time of the movie when the Godzilla movies yeah, came out. Yeah. The one with Matthew Broderick in it. Yeah. I remember I the guy he was in it the, too. The, they used footage from that to make the video and, you know. It's already Puff Daddy, yeah, yeah, you're stealing already material. From there. Yeah. And then the backbeat <laughs> to the song was blatantly cashmere. Well, they yeah. actually got Jimmy Page to participate. That was the worst really? I heard. Yes. I think oh, Beth okay. told me that. That was the worst of it, so, that he actually, you know. Yeah, he yeah. was actually in the video. Well, he's quite the money-hungry guy. Jimmy yeah, Page. yeah. He's, he's probably yeah. the only one that wants to let Zeppelin back together. Robert Plant's like, oh, my I gotta eat, body. too. <laughs> but I'm sure he's not hurting I mean, for money. Because mm-hmm. Robert Plant's moved on in his life, you know, uh, he's, he's out there with Allison Krauss now. He, he, say, like, he decided he was the the pants were too tight or something. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, he didn't yeah. want to wear the tight pants. It, it made him sterile, probably. Yeah. Probably. Wait, he that's does not he have kids. Oh, that's no, how he hits those high notes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The immigrant song. Okay, so we're not going to go into what it was, but we'll we'll do that for another time. But one of the things that kind of made a, a point for myself is to like every day. Uh, write like at least one topic it doesn't have to be good it doesn't have to be one that i could talk for 40 minutes or what but just something about and we already crossed two of these out but some of the ones that we left and we'll i guess we'll do a yay nay kind of deal but about misunderstood song lyrics remember that's one oh, we yeah, I think we talk about yeah that see we got that one so we'll see i'll put it i'll put a little star on that guy if i could or unless you got you got, you want to throw out a secret secret uh, taste or what no. Okay, better like I'll, I'll have to think about it. Oh, okay, I thought, I thought I'll so quite the opposite. But... Yeah, because uh, we we touched on it last week. Like Jimi Hendrix, you, yeah, uh, excuse me, where I kissed this guy. Yeah. Or, okay, you know, yeah. Maybe Kool Aid. And... Oh yeah, it started from Beck. That's what because I was thinking about Beck. Like I until yeah. like my mid twenties, I didn't know he was saying uh, "loser" in Spanish. Yeah, I would just kind of sing along and like I don't know, he's just saying gibberish. And then it was a, a Philippine friend that I had. She was like, "No, he's saying loser." And then I hear it slow like. That is loser in Spanish. <laughs> uh, oh, this yeah, this was a pretty good one. And this this is like I'll send a, a list later, and we can sit there so you could write them out. But one, if you could choose one food and or drink for like to have just for the rest of your life, one can you think of one? You know, like, oh, it's hard to. Say. It doesn't have to be like, like Rally's hamburgers a, yeah, or something, a, but it could be a, something like a spaghetti every day. You know, 
That, that would be something that, you know, it'd be a, a good topic to talk about, but I don't see us talking very long about it. All right, so that's a maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that was some, coupled with something else. Yeah, I, and that's kind of what we went down the line. See, like, mm-hmm. yeah, they sound okay. So we'll pick out, like, the, the winners, I guess. Uh, Million-dollar business ideas, which, honestly, should I'm be, like... I'm keeping those to myself. <laughs> you know, that's why I was going to show up and be like, well, I don't know any, and then just get down the list, and all of a sudden, like, did you come out with, like, a... a a drone uh, coffee filter? Like, yes, yes, I did. Uh, oh, this is, of course. Who invented like, the post it note? <laughs> who, who invented the post it note? Lily, have you eaten? She's nibbled. <laughs> I see half half banana there. Uh, Simpsons character who I who I thought I wanted to be growing up or who I envisioned myself being to who I feel like I am now. <laughs> uh, it's, um... Now I feel like Agnes. <laughs> Just always it, complaining. Well, who did you want to be growing up? I can't remember. See, I think you know it was what? Lisa. But, see, you know, all the all the girls liked Lisa just the way all the boys liked Bart. So. Yeah, see, I wanted to be Bart. Now, for I don't know how long I've been in denial, but I'm more of a Moses. Like, <laughs> just like, just, uh, like I mean, who am I talking to? Like, I'm just mm-hmm. talking like. Are you always pulling shotguns on people? And... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or boards with nails in it. Boards with nails in it, yeah. There's one, it's more of a recent episode, but I've seen it before, and I think Homer's watching it on, on like, a, um, what is it, security camera, mm-hmm. but it's, the Bart and some girls are, like, tagging the his bar, and then mm. he runs out of the front, and, and he has, like, a, a bag, like, on him, like, quivers of arrows, and he has a bunch of baseball bats, so he has, <laughs> and so he's running around swinging a bat, and then Bart, or Homer's like, Oh, Mo, with your bag of bats. And then, <laughs> and then he, it's funny. Well, of course, he throws one and it bounces off the, the light pole and it smacks him in the head and he falls, which is, you know, it gets more slapsticky, but that's kind of, you know, just that'd be me, just a bag full of bats, you know. You can't, it's not lethal, but it's going to hurt, you know, if I could get a yeah. good swing on it. <laughs> well, uh, there was a period of time in a more recent episode um, that uh, Mo actually dated Krabappel for a while. Yeah, you only get one chance with Edna Krabappel. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a bop. <laughs> is that the one, or is that the one with the uh, Mo, where um, with the gold and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, with yeah. Uh, they're telling stories within stories. Yeah, I'll oh, see that kind of. I wanted to be, or I envision fantasize. I wanted to be a snake, a snake jailbird. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, raw. And he was like an, an archaeologist, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, Professor Jailbird. Yeah, <laughs> Professor Jailbird. Like, and like, said, should I rob him? Or rob him and kill him. And I decided to do the right thing and just rob him. <laughs> Alright, um, if there could be any Disney movie you could live in, what what would that Ooh, be? Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, that's a yeah. hard I, one. You know what? I struggle with it because I can't really picture about like land, but the only one that I kind of, I guess, kind now, of know. Is that including the Pixars? I'd say a soft no. Like if best, best if you get like a Disney, you know, your Cinderella's, your Snow White, that kind of like, even though they're brother greens, blah blah. But like Disney, Disney classic Disney movies. But if you could pick Dicks, because yeah, Pixar. Honestly, I could think of a lot easier, like Toy Story, probably. Hell, even Cars. Incredibles. Yeah, Incredibles. Incredibles. Yeah, because that's already just the '60s, but cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Very, yeah. Very yeah, cool Art Deco. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, but but like so like my knee jerk reaction was Aladdin. I don't know why I've always liked that sort Agrabah, of like, yeah. the bizarre. Yeah, of course I want to be Jafar, but you know Jafar with the genie powers. That's don't 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 tell that to Gwen. She what? might tackle. She you. might tackle. She you. hates Jafar. No, she Jafar. loves Jafar. Oh, even though, <laughs> even though he's he's so old. <laughs> <laughs> 
you're so old. Well, I love um, that scene. When I we were when we were teenagers, um, well, not teenagers, um, when we were in our early twenties, um, Princess and the Frog Briefly. came out. Oh, okay. And uh, she got really mad. And she's like, oh, now they come out with an urban princess. When I was growing up, the best I had to identify with was Jasmine. And that is nothing, nothing like what, you know. Just because Jasmine is like a little darker. But yeah, yeah. yeah. But she, like, that's that's one of the criticisms. But like all those characters are so white, you know. They're, they're, it's Disney well, I like mean, it, they're Brothers Grimm's. Fairy tales. Fairy tales. Yeah, but you think, Europe, but yeah. you think Aladdin. Yeah, but you think Aladdin. You know, like Middle East, Iran. Yeah, is like, yeah. They just shaded them, but you know, they act. They act like like like. Of course, the only character you care about is Genie. Other than that, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's why. That's probably the only reason I don't care. <laughs> well, like, you gotta play to your demographics, and the thing is, who you, you know, they were making movies that were going to be shown in America and Europe. And Iran, <laughs> you know, barely in Iran. Some well, I mean, they st- at that time too, they started getting better. Like you know, Mulan is more Asian. You know, that's mm-hmm. like what late nineties or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a good one. And of course, now you got your, your Mona's and your what is that Encanto? What's that one that keeps popping up all the time? Oh, oh the the Mexican uh, one, Encanto, yeah. yeah, or Colombian or some shit. Not the one that just came out. Yeah, yeah. And then well, Coco, well, Coco too. That was but that's Pixar too. Mexico, yeah. And I mean, Land of the Dead is kind of fun, but like, what are, what are you gonna do the rest of the time? You know? <laughs> yeah. Take it from Sokka there, or they say it in in Coco too. Uh, should we tell them there's no bathrooms in the Land of the Dead? <laughs> yeah, see, I I see like that land. I wouldn't mind hanging out in, but like to live in it, you know, or like Wreck It Ralph. Yeah. Wreck It Ralph, maybe just because it's arcade. Yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. Man, that's yeah. my win, Wreck It Ralph. All right. Uh, what would you cross that? Wreck It Ralph. I didn't like it as much. And, I like that on repeat I, viewings. I, don't know. It, I think I think it's just because uh, Vanellope bugged me, but oh, dude, I love Sarah Silverman, so that was see, an easy. Exactly, one. Sarah yeah. Silverman bugged me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, yeah, every time you watch the yeah. movie, you just see Sarah Silverman. Exactly. You're like, I love exactly. you, Sarah. I, I think it's because I don't really know who Sarah Silverman is. I'm able to enjoy that movie. Uh, she's oh, she's one go. of those comedians that's a woman <clears throat> comedian that gets her notoriety by being crass. Oh yeah, not so much anymore. But way, yeah. way too. That's really how she sad. got her notoriety, oh, yeah. though. Back in when she was getting really, you know, discovered. Well, so so were you one of the few people at theaters, Beth? Where like as she was getting a race, you were like cheering loudly. You're like, yeah, they're finally gonna kill Penelope, <laughs> no. and like all the little girls are crying, and you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I do. You know, okay, I I don't like Sarah Silverman as much, but I do love John C. Riley. Yeah. Who do I confuse that? Oh, the voice. I always think it's either him or Seth Rogen. It sounds like Seth Rogen to me. He kind of looks like Seth Rogen, but it's John C. Riley. The yeah, the Ralph hair. looks like yeah. Maybe that's why I see that. And it's then the spiky hair. <laughs> so for some reason, I go like, oh, that's when I first watched it, Seth Rogen. But it's like no, maybe because I didn't hear the laugh. Then I'm like, it can't be Seth Rogen. Uh, what about the the. Nah, he's Ralph. Who's the little guy? I forgot the little... Fix Felix? Yeah, Fix Felix. Felix. Yeah. I don't know who did his voice. Uh, you, yeah. you guys never watched... Uh, he's from a show... Um, he's a real goofy... Uh, John... What's his name? Something Briar? Something. But he has like big teeth. He, he used to be on a show, uh, 30 Rock. Okay, yeah. I know of that show. Oh, so he yeah. was the, the main guy that used to give everybody tours? Like the real goofy... like oh, That's him. Oh, yeah, that's him. Okay, yeah, I know who you're talking now about. Now you hear the voice that, and you yeah. see him. Yeah, Fix yeah. It Felix. The, uh, the guy that looks like Napoleon Dynamite. Kind of. He doesn't have glasses, but like well, real yeah. lanky, take, goofy. Take the curly hair and the glasses off him. And looks like Napoleon Dynamite. Okay, so that, that, that. So, yeah, that's definitely a, a good one to um, 
bring it up later. Oh, personal fashion faux pas. Jack oh. McBrayer. Yeah, McBrayer. That's the name. Jack McBrayer. Yeah, he has one of those uh, positive attitudes that mm-hmm. makes you sick. <laughs> Why do I fix everything? <laughs> yeah, he's trying to bust out of jail. Why do I fix everything I touch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With his little hammer. Uh, yeah, but I... Uh, or personal fashion faux pas, like just oh, see, the, I got tons of those, just because I never really followed what, what, fashion. fashion. You know what? Better yet, with say, what with, is fashion? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> where it was like uh, I forget what the phrase is, but um, for for me personally, mess. it was out of convenience, like you know, or out of necessity. Like I got hand me downs. You know, it wasn't like where I could go at, at a store and be like, "What's the, what's what's in style nowadays?" You know, you can mm-hmm. see. Well, that's why I was one of those few people when they did like a uh, uniform in school. Yeah, I thought I was a godsend because now, like, I'd wear the two the same two pants and three shirts for like three years. Yeah, imagine me sitting there in class, growing out of my shirt. You know, like, <laughs> uh, it, it's mom is too tight. Like, it, it still fits. I'm like. Yeah, you know, yeah, we um, had a lot of uniforms. Junior in high too. was probably one of the yeah. few times I actually had new clothes because I had to have new uniforms. Clothes. Uniforms too. Yeah, yeah. We yeah went see? to we went to one private school um, when I was in sixth grade, and yeah, they, that was the first <laughs> school I went to that required uniforms. Yeah, but they had made a deal with a specific uniform company you had to buy from and you them. had to buy it from them they, so, they said all of their students had to have a little teeny tiny tag yeah. on the seam that said dennis on it hmm. <laughs> wow but they were like 20 dollars more yeah i was wow. gonna say you can't go uh you know price price shop or like yeah. you okay, have to so get that my, right yeah now. My, my school wasn't that bad it was <laughs> yeah. uh carver academy out at church and MLK, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not there anymore. It was got they finally bulldozed that hole and built a newer school there called uh, Gaston. Gaston. <laughs> that burned down, fell over, then sank into the swamp. <laughs> no. The no, butterfly hole no, in the, the, the gas new one can. A very modern looking building, very neat. Um, probably doing good things for the neighborhood. I hope it is. Um, it's not the best neighborhood. Well, but, isn't uh, that one the one over by Lions Park? No, oh. uh, that's Slater. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, Carver Academy was where if you applied to Computech, but you didn't have the, if you weren't good enough to get into Computech, that was where they sent you was Carver. <laughs> that was Computech's cast-offs. The were, default? Went, went to Carver, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's really, that's really saying something about the average uh, averageness of the uh, student body there. But our uniforms where it's like, yeah, we didn't have to go out and buy special ones like your, your school there. But, uh, you know, you had to buy black pants or khakis. And there was only a couple different colors you could wear for shirts. And they had to be polo See, shirts. See, that's even better. Because, like, the ones I went to was, was like, they have to be, blue. yeah, navy blue navy pants. Blue, yeah. Red, but you got a yellow, yeah. You could get red? Yeah, um, we never got red. That, you know, ignited for, the senses. Yeah. <laughs> that seemed like they did the bare minimum or like they just complied with the, they got to have uniforms like, okay, fine. You, you can't have, how can you wear red? Isn't that like Fresno gang colors? Yeah, yeah especially in the 90s. What the heck were they thinking? <laughs> They're like, the, the more kids we get taken out, the better. I remember know? my parents getting pissed off because they had to buy yeah. uniforms. They're like, okay, yeah, that's really great. Uniforms. Are you going to buy my kids a new wardrobe? <laughs> yeah. Just because, like, we... That's why, too bad they never did, like, in The Simpsons when they, you know, wash out and they're all yeah, tie-dyed. Dude, the colors, the colors. Yeah. yeah, the hilarity is, you know, they go, they do these uniforms to you. It's like, oh, it'll help prevent bullying. And it's like, no, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. Yeah. yeah. Still got, kids still... Because kids are a little... 
Kids are monsters. They when, will find yeah. ways and reasons to pick on kids, when, even if it's nothing. Well, not only that, how about on the walk home? Like, none of those people are going to mm-hmm. comply by the, you know, don't bully me because I look like a, yeah, you a, know, a, a, a encyclopedia salesman or whatever. But, you know, bringing up what you said <clears throat> earlier, you know, that red is a gang color. That's why I heard that a lot of them went, a lot of public schools especially went to uniforms because they didn't want kids, you know, wearing gang colors. Yeah. You know, the, the smartest thing would have been, like, start a gang of uh, polo shirts and, and <laughs> navy blue pants. Yeah. The yeah. polo shirts and the button-ups. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We are the proper gents. You got, you got the oh. seagulls versus the gators. You know? Yeah, the there you go. The, the, the Lacoste, yeah. Like, Whatever oh, this, it it'd be a shame that this mug was slightly askew. You son of a bitch! <laughs> How would I grab that? <laughs> Oh, but, yeah, th- there are tons of, you know, quote-unquote faux pauses. Yeah, those aren't I even really those aren't even the faux pauses. Those are, like, sort of, uh, you know, requirements or whatever. Yeah, that's just our childhood traumas coming up. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but, in, okay, so another topic. I've always had this kind of fantasy about, like, riding the rails about, you know, I used to hear about happening during the 30s, 40s, but just... You know, that train stop there, just hop on and, you know, get get your little stick with your little bag of your change of underwear. <laughs> See, and now with my with my 20 day underwear or whatever it is, I could go, go a lot farther than the rails. But I always had that of just, you know, go off somewhere and land in, you know, uh, wherever they yeah. kick you out. Yeah. Could be like David Cho and just hitchhike across the world. When you do this. Yeah, that's what I would like to do, though. Absolutely. I want to do that. I've just st- I just barely stumbled onto him and, you know, some of his things and just, He's like, God, what a life, dude. This guy needs to write like a couple of books. Yeah. Because I was listening to him talking about, you know, he hitchhiked. He was, uh, uh, one of the things he discovered, you know, it's like being Asian in America, you're kind of invisible. So he's like, how do I turn this into a positive? And it's like, you know, nobody takes you seriously as a threat or anything like that. So he just like hitchhiked across, you know, started hitchhiking all these places. So he's just done, you know, sharing stories from there. What about from the opposite end? What if uh, somebody picks you up like, oh, nobody's going to care if I murder this guy, you know? Yeah, that's the problem with that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. He's um, like, wow. But, it's you know, at one point he found it, made his way several times to uh, Africa. He was telling stories about, you know, being in Africa, living with this tribe, going hunting with them. <laughs> wow. See that kind of, yeah, that kind of a, stuff is cool. There's a far side cartoon. It's got the, you know, this gross looking guy with the hook for a hand. Where holding a sign says anywhere. <laughs> just <laughs> pick me that. up. Just, oh you know, yeah. Dirty ratty clothes. Put a hook on your hand and an eye patch. And I'm just holding <laughs> the sign says anywhere. Yeah. Hey buddy, where are you going? Wherever you're going. Some, uh, hey, Aussie. I'm heading home. Come on. There's some, you know, Aussie, Take a midnight uh, train going. There's some cool. Aussie art, uh, album art, you know, I, I can't remember which album it was. I think it was like Osmosis, you know, him standing <laughs> next to the side of the road, trench coat. Yeah, that was an Osmosis, but yeah. yeah. Uh, one, one of the later Looking albums. shady. You know, he's standing there with his thumb, a big smile on his face, <laughs> holding a sign that says hell. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. You know, the hilarity is you could do that in America, you could hitchhike to hell. There's several towns named hell. Oh, okay. I knew there was like some in like, really Finland or something. But... Oh, well, I mean, one of them's in Michigan, so I can't be all about Why it. Why don't you go to hell? Oh, I, I moved away from there last year. Oh, okay. Which is funny well, because it always snows in Michigan. Yeah. yeah when hell freezes <laughs> over. Well, I mean, it does well, that every single yeah. year. <laughs> well, let me look out my window. Well, you know what, Jackass? Time for you to give me your car. And I was thinking, okay, it's another topic. I was thinking about just films in general, but we could think just strictly Disney films. But are there any movies that you could think of or that you like that does not have a love story? Oh, yeah, yeah. We talked about that last yeah. week. That's kind of hard. 
Yeah, I guess yeah. That's why a lot of these do, do involve a love story. Yeah, because yeah. I can't I can't stand movies where you know they're saving an asteroid from careening to Earth, and then you know some scientist that they introduced five minutes ago all of a sudden is like, you know, I'll do this for it. Just there's always like this fabricated love story, and most of the time there's like zero chemistry because you're just like, okay, fine, let's spend ten minutes watching these. Which one? Or not? Not a, does it have to be a Disney movie or just no? Not? It could no, be anything. Movie yeah. okay. in general. True Grit. Two Grit doesn't True have grit. a love story. Like you, either one of them, the new one or the original. True well, grit it's a nine-year-old girl, so I would hope there's not a love story in that one. Well, but, she, no, she's early teens, but yeah, but you know, awesome. Yeah, movie. that's the truth. Okay, both of those were good movies. Yeah. All right, all right. There you go. And you could actually, you know, being a young girl, yeah, uh, you could argue that that was the perfect opportunity for her to, you know, get starstruck by, you know, she's with these two cowboys. She could easily have gotten starstruck with them, but yeah, didn't. No, it's it's it, the whole point is the revenge of, of her her dad. It was, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, yeah, that's right. That's a good story. That's a good one. There's no, I was they could have done a little broke back mountain action tons yeah. of times. <laughs> Missed opportunity there. No, let's just be glad they did not. <laughs> Besides, the two the two cowboys in those movies hated each other, <laughs> which would have been a better plot twist. I mean, it would have won. No, that's too cliche. It's who, too cliche. Who won an award? Did Did True Grit win an Oscar? Yes, <laughs> it did in it. Fa- in fact, John Wayne remarked that if he'd known he had gotten a, get a, if he'd known that he would get an Oscar for that movie, he would have put the eye patch on years ago. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> or he would have done a better job acting. I don't know. Uh, well, that's harsh. <laughs> Come on, John Wayne. He's not necessarily your your uh, Robert De Niro. For his style, he's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, his style changed over the years too. He actually kind of grew into his character. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, especially as he got older, he realized you know he allowed his characters to age as he got older. He stopped playing the love interest, the heartthrob. And became more of the paternal Patr- father, the figure. crotchety old man. The crotchety yeah, and then old he man. Went full crotchety old man. <laughs> but if, I mean, if you watch some of the earlier stuff, like uh, Bad Man and the Angel, um, some of those real early <laughs> black and white movies, yeah, he's he tries to, you know tries really hard to be the heartthrob. Yeah, to be to be the cool guy, the the, the cool guy, yeah, yeah, that gets the girl in a lot of those movies. The, you know, the they fonds. Do that. Yeah, he ends up getting the girl at the end of the movie. But by the time, uh, or the man who shot Liberty Valance, yeah, by then. Uh, and he starts playing these older and one of my favorites, McClintock. Oh, I've heard, yeah, I've yeah, heard of that with, with Audrey Hepburn, and, and it's like that one's that one was a great, and it had a good good cast. He kind of assembled this crew that if you watch the back, you know, the support side characters, all the B characters, uh, Chill Wills, Audrey Hepburn, and a few others are all in these movies fairly often with him as he got older. Oh yeah, so he had like his cast that you know. He worked well with her, what have you. Yeah, uh, including Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart was actually in a couple of those movies. <laughs> was um, he kind of another topic, and I think I've done this since Beth, but it ties in. I've wanted to do like, a, we haven't done any more like Wild West stuff. So something about like maybe in the day of a life. So it'd be my, like, I don't know if you have how much knowledge you have of like, because of course, I you know I've read about how they didn't do the, the the high noon, you know, they didn't do these like every day. Yeah. No, People think like it was, was so, yeah, a handful really of times. Yeah. yeah. Which is, th- of course, you know, we get our information from Hollywood. So it's more like, basically, I guess it was to start out would be like, what are your even options, right? Because of course, like, oh, I want to be, I want to cool, uh, I want to be a lawman, but I want to be like 
hunting people down, you know, bounty hunters. That's what I want to be growing up. Django Unchained. I want to be like Django. I want to be half Dennis, half uh, Marauder, just, you know, a quick shot. Being a, being a marshal was a pretty good. I mean, that was John Wayne's character. Jeff Bridges, you know, the uh, the Rooster Cogburn character was a federal marshal. That was his was job. he? Yeah. Okay, that that, that was... would help me get better into into the idea. By the way, Jeff Bridges just brought it in that fucking movie. He brought it. And like you you had you were skeptical about. I it. I really was. I didn't because he became, before you watched it. I mean, Jeff Bridges is just a laid back, cool guy. He's just everybody. Oh, the dude, okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. He is the dude. And he grew into that character as, you know, the dude. And it's always been with him. Even when they did Tron Legacy, there was still a bit of the dude in there. Yeah. So it was, you know, I was watching those movies and it's like, I don't think, I just couldn't bring myself to accept that Jeff Bridges could be that rough, boisterous. Yeah. Larger than kind of like life, sick you know, or um, punch you for looking at him. Wrong. No patience for shit type dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, character. But then I finally buckled down and watched that, and I was like, dude, that was yes. How about <laughs> nailed it? Nailed it. Oh, I don't know if you're yes. a fan or not, but what about Mr. Matt Damon? How'd you think he did? Matt Damon. He was in that movie. <laughs> you didn't care for Matt Damon. You didn't like that that awesome. What was it, like a, a blonde mustache? What do you have? He had like his facial hair was little. Uh, Sorry, I was so struck by Jeff Bridges, I didn't notice him there. Every, every scene Which was just like a halo around Jeff Bridges, yeah. and like <laughs> you don't remember he was the other the other. Was he, uh, was he the Texan? Yeah, I think the Texas was Ranger. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he was. I can't yeah, remember. He was all right then. <laughs> but just uh, <laughs> that's all I get. Well, I mean, the Texas Ranger was just kind of that whole character's existence was just to be a foil, point in the pain in the ass. Yeah. Oh my god, that was Matt Damon. It's just like he had, you know, the hat and the mustache and everything. I didn't recognize him. I thought he were. Oh, so um, he did such a good job. Well, I don't know how you're. You know, that's like trying to spot Christopher Guest in Princess Bride. You don't even realize it's him. Right. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't recognize him. I recognize um, the name, but okay, I'm. Okay, go watch Spinal Tap. Yeah. The blonde guy, the guitar guitar player. Okay. Yeah. That is also in Princess Bride, the Six Fingered Man. But there's so much makeup oh, and stuff. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You don't realize it's him. I had seen side both by side. Movies. They don't look nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I'd seen both those movies dozens of times and never realized that until I think we were rolling through like his Wikipedia page. Yeah, and he like, saw. Oh my God, that is him. Yeah, I, <laughs> think we were, I think we were watching the credits to Princess Bride. It's like, wait, that's Christopher Guest. Yeah, it says yeah. his name, and then <laughs> it's like he was in this movie. It's like, where? Oh, yeah. I mean, I you know, same thing with, uh, <laughs> you know, again, go watch Spinal Tap and then go watch Clue. It's like. Wait, Mr. Green is Michael McKeon? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that name I don't recognize. So that's kind of like, you know, so, nothing. You know, bear with me for not recognizing McC- McConaughey, especially since the only other things I really know him from. You mean Damon? Damon. Ma- or Matt Damon, yeah. <laughs> They're all kind of... You got to get the, you gotta get the yeah. name first. Matt, uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> That's what I think yeah, of when I think Matt Damon. Damon okay. <laughs> well, see, as big as big as like a shift, you know that expectations i guess from jeff bridges you know the dude the to true grit <laughs> how you didn't get that same even now from matt damon from going from his matt damon to uh you know the, the texan you know what i mean like that doesn't like make you as you know like, eh, well, it's fine <laughs> he's like it's passable considering you didn't even know it was him uh, exactly he did such a good job he was completely like incognito well i mean to me matt damon's just one of those character one of those persons like Oh yeah, he does exist. I forgot about that. <laughs> he's very—he's just not on my radar. The Born Identity—I love I the Born Identity. Any of them. 
Oh did my not God. see. Okay, I know what those. Have you watched are any now. Fast and Furious? Even by default, none. What in our time together makes you think I'd I watch those? The <laughs> first one by accident, or okay, because? Yeah, I did see the first one. There you go. Which what what stupid character was he? No, no, I'm just saying, like, you gave Fast and Furious a, a chance, or you happen to stumble across them, like, the Bourne Identities are pretty, well, if you like action movies, oh, it's pretty damn. Okay. And the, the, the espionage, the the whole, like, you know, uh, the only movie I, I watched Spy versus with, Spy. Uh, with Matt Damon in it that I liked was Dogma. Wow, they oh, talk about early. Yeah. He was one of the angels. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Wasn't okay. uh, Ben Affleck the other one? Yeah. God, they're, they're always together. Well, ben know. Affleck and Matt Damon must be Miramax. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That self-awareness. <laughs> Was that, stri- was that uh, Strike Back? Yeah, the first Strike Back. Yeah. <laughs> the first Strike Back. Yeah, I was thinking, aren't there two of them? Yeah, they just re- re- revamped one. Or... Oh, jeez. Anyway, um, might have to check that out. So, Wild West. Another one I've thought about, I don't even know what kind of topic it would be at, but kind of expand about stuff like growing up. You know, I know like when I was a kid, I went to school. I used to like painting kind of drawing stuff and that i completely and that's one thing i would have loved to have kind of continued so if anything like from your past maybe you were a, a you had dreams of being a professional skateboarder i don't know <laughs> but like something like that you know just sort of uh, a paleontologist yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i yeah. really wanted to be a paleontologist when I, I didn't even know what it was called i just <laughs> i just wanted to go dig up dinosaurs i was just dig up dirt i wanted to I wanted play to in find, the dirt yeah, yeah i wanted to play i wanted well, well, it came in real handy when I was working for the mob for a while. But other than that, I got no <laughs> useful use for that. Well, I was so obsessed with dinosaurs when I was a kid. Dinosaurs. Yeah. See, I mean, too. I don't even know how that went away. Not to the, the like, paleontology side, but just, like, dinosaurs. I used to always, you know, watch shows. Well, well like, didn't you say I like recently you saw some comedians, like, he went to school to be a paleontologist, and he was really surprised when he graduated college that none of no the paleontology job. factories were hiring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> paleontology. Yeah. <factory. laughs> yeah there, there so he was, became a comedian. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, you know, that when I was, I remember walking home from school, and they were talking about careers or something like that at school, and I was thinking, like, yeah, what are the top three things you want to do with your life? And it was like... Well, I like cars, so being a mechanic's an option. I like dinosaurs, so I, you know, I thought I thought that was archaeology. Uh, I I didn't know the word paleontology yet, so you know, I mean, this is like third grade. Well, especially now, he's like, I don't want to do the paleo diet. So it's like stupid, <laughs> stupid fat thing. Yeah, um, but I also was kind of interested in space, so it's like astronaut, dinosaurs, or mechanic was like my top three. And then over time, it's like, yeah, astronaut and dinosaurs. That's not a very, you're not likely to get a job with that. Well, I don't know. Right now at 37, like, I'm still considering being an astronaut. Like, I just got to go. I got to find out where NASA is, you know. Hey, if Shatner could do it. Well, I mean, now you've <laughs> got Shatner actual, you've got more options than that. You've got Blue Origin and SpaceX. So Look, you've got. You as, soon as, I, as soon as I buy me a Tesla, I'm, I'm like in there like swimwear. Like, just hit up Elon Musk. It has, a, it has its own button in the thing. Boop. Hello, sir. Like, I would I would like to go up into space now. <laughs> When can you put me in the queue? Uh, all right, another topic. It's kind of the same thing on art, just more art stuff, because that, that's another thing that I used to, I used to like going to museums. Um, just, I don't know, something to kind of get more on the art topic. Like, I even have, you know, I'm, I'm a big Van Gogh fan. I'm a big Dolly fan. I like that style, that sort of uh, surrealism or what have you. Modern art is bullshit, though. Yeah. I mean, a big canvas with one red dot in the middle, and everyone's like, oh, I totally see what they were going for here. Well, they, got the, this, you the know, emperor like, has no clothes. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's what it is. That's what it is. And, you know, one of our um, mentors back in the day was talking oh, about Jesse. going to a modern art museum. And there was just like this bucket of 
like cleaning supplies or <laughs> are you sure the janitor stuff? didn't just like stop there yeah, and somebody started digging He's through like, stuff. is this one of the exhibits yeah. nobody knew if it was one of the exhibits or if like the janitor just left his stuff yeah. there <laughs> yeah yeah just yeah he's standing there looks at the security guard and goes like really yeah are you fucking kidding the guard's kidding? just like shrugs I don't know, look, dude. I don't know. <laughs> like I just guard him I don't I don't discuss them yeah, yeah, I don't yeah know what the a fuck canvas dude. with two blue dots on yeah. it it's like an this... unmade bed <laughs> yeah yeah uh, like I could give people art. I should do that. Like just you know, take a take a little video or whatever of my room, and then be like, "Here's my art." This is like a the 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 spot of a million rumbling. <laughs> just kind of. Uh, that's why I said when you brought up art, I was glad you uh, you listed Dolly and Van Gogh. People yeah. that actually had talent and yeah. skills. You know. Well, I mean, I, one I can't name any any uh, artist now. It's just it's weird that whole art is subjective, and then you know you, you pull back, but it's like, but at a certain point, like. <laughs> Art is subjective, but like, but bullshit isn't, man. <laughs> like, you know what? Yeah. Bullshit is bullshit, you know? Yeah. Art is, whenever you hear it, art is subjective. Yeah, but bullshit's bullshit. I saw a comic yesterday on the internet and had, you know, the, the screaming man. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, this, just, you know, the screaming man. And then below it is another, um, like, completely different picture. And it's like, it's like these two people looking at it's like oh it's the part you never see it makes a lot more sense now in the lower picture he's stepping on a lego <laughs> oh yeah that does hurt man that hurts well it's almost noon we gotta make lily lunch oh, and yeah. our living room is a disaster well, area, so. uh, we're just gonna finish up here all right three more real quick um i've mentioned before a lot about my motorcycle trip mm-hmm. so i'm gonna do that one uh, is it too late for tattoos? Never. I think at that time no, I was just no, telling Never. Oh, okay. She's right. Mm-hmm. Well, then we got to still, again, start discussing what tattoo should I get and where. My get, one, get a full-size tattoo of your face. On my on face. face. <laughs> so then whenever I'm sleeping, I'm like, just wide awake. No, like prime spots I on my forehead. What can I get on my forehead that's that's tasteful? Happy face. There is no way to get it. There is no such thing as a tasteful face tattoo. Well, it's no. not a face tattoo. It's a forehead tattoo. Look, at first we all thought Mike Tyson was a moron. Now he's he like, well, no, now he's a he's a moron. But you wouldn't tell that to your face, to his face. So I'm okay well, yeah, with that. Because he's also a boxer. But no, because he's a, he's a rapist. <laughs> but so now we have accepted the face tattoo. So I think I can get a forehead tattoo. Now what forehead tattoo? Hair. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> that is, I didn't consider that. That is topic number one: tattoo hair. That's gonna be. I'm gonna research. How well does does hair look tattooed? Now, the question is: Are you gonna try and get it to where like they draw it on there and it looks like hair, or just the word hair? No, I gotta get. No, I gotta get it drawn on. No, yeah. Like I want to do a little widow's peak right here. Yeah, heck yeah. Go go for the Vegeta look. Yeah. Or, or I was thinking more of a what is it, Eddie Munster? Who's that guy? Oh man, just a little yeah. like he has a hair like Butch that. Patrick. Yeah, there you go, Butch Patrick. Yeah. And then uh, flying, just because I've flown a, a twice, no, once or twice on a plane. Well, I can't remember, so let's try flying. But just about like, uh, I guess it's part of hobbies. I've thought about flying before. I even looked into. It's goddamn expensive, like anything, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's one of those things that's annoying. But yeah, that's kind of tough. So well, I mean, that's. One, I could just throw you off the roof of my house. Yeah, just flap your arms really fast. Yeah. <laughs> so if I bring my leg, I didn't flap my hands fast enough. That's my fault. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it worked for tuck and roll. roll. Tuck and roll. Tuck and roll. <laughs> well, just don't be like the guy that tested his parachute from the Eiffel Tower. That's all I got to say. 
so on that Some note, people do that now. It's called base jumping. No, that, <laughs> like that was the first guy. I don't know if it was the first parachute, but he ended up dying. Yeah, things like you know parachute and bulletproof vests. Like, how do you test? Those? Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, if you're gonna test it, maybe don't try it from the Eiffel Tower. You know, yeah, Where, where's the wisdom? Well, I mean, you can get what they call a, you know an analog. There is some Mistbusters. Get a freaking watermelon or something and throw <laughs> yeah. that off the yeah. building. You gotta start small. You know. Yeah. You can, you can stack up watermelons that way as much or, as you do. You know, find an intern. <laughs> Find an intern. <laughs> Pay some homeless guy. Here, let me strap this to you. What is it? What is your your cousin that you don't really like that much? You know, that, that, now the, your cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two birds, one stone. <laughs> right on that. On that, like uh, save some money in Christmas and get ready. <laughs> yeah, no more birthdays. You know. You know, find a test <laughs> subject and an and awkward, you know, Christmas ceremony. Yeah, you, you know, one less plate at the dinner table. Right. On that note, it's Tony Chavo, your jive as alien with Beth the Supreme Deity. Beth the Tattoo Deity. Because yep. <laughs> it's her showing her guns. It's been over a year since I've gotten a tattoo. You need yeah. to get on that. Yeah, I gotta get. I gotta. Twenty twenty two, the year of the tattoo. We're gonna get a jive ass tattoos. <laughs> there you go. I dare you. How about get that? How about how about on your forehead? We put the Googler. With that, with that. The Googler. Hey. No. The, the best part is, like, if you and, you and you mess around with parting your hair, you can block it and it was like, oogler. <laughs> Just walk around town with the oogler. The non-tattooed googler. Yeah, good night, everybody. Talk to you next time.